Hello and welcome to Anime IRL, the mini-series by Gundam I Hardly Know Him, where we dissect and um, discuss, which is not that dissimilar from dissect, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't write this out, so I didn't really know where I was going, and I said and, so I had to come up with a second thing to say there yeah and you wanted to like do alliteration because yeah. like that's that's what sells nowadays yeah alliteration which, sells. i don't know i've seen Mad Men, and yeah, you yeah. have to alliteration sells that's like the first thing they talk about in that show yeah they it, do they like kind of break the fourth wall and they're like the, <laughs> the show's title is alliteration because <laughs> that's actually kind of sick right yeah that's like what peak tv was yeah when Mad Men is like <laughs> the first episode they're like what's up my mad men <laughs> and like everyone was like whoa they said the name also um but, fucking deadpools and mad men deadpools and mad men as deadpool yeah because yeah. he's always breaking the fourth wall he loves the shit oh and then he came and he just like like stuffed his nuts and like john and ham's mouth and like <laughs> fired like a really big gun and was like i'm i'm the mad man <laughs> exactly <laughs> It's Dude, uh... I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy, Deadpool. He's always up to something. He's you so know? he's so funny. Deadpool is yeah. so funny. Well, I was just like thinking about this like big gun that he shot earlier today, and I was laughing my ass off. He's like a snarky little guy, you know. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Like that's the thing about superheroes is they're pretty serious most of the time. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. Can't stand them. Like, Can't stand, like you have them the over, world. and they're like just talking about. They're like, oh, I just like stopped a train from hitting an orphan, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just, you know, saw a bat and made it my entire mm-hmm. personality. But like Deadpool comes in and he's mm-hmm. like, "What's up, fuckers? Anyone's got a got a anyone's." Got some poop I can step in? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what Deadpool says. I think he says chode. I feel like I don't. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know much about Deadpool, but I feel like there's a ninety percent chance that uh, he says yeah. chode a lot. I mean, I'd almost say higher than that. Yeah, I mean, Deadpool's cool, I guess. Yeah, and we we, we will get to what this podcast is about, but um, I mean, this is kind of like a fun transition. Like Deadpool's like almost anime. IRL Deadpool probably is the closest like to a a zany anime character mm-hmm. that Marvel has brought into or is Deadpool Marvel or DC? I think DC. Marvel. I think he's Marvel. It doesn't matter. They're gonna it's come simp- out. In it two simply years doesn't and matter. Be like, eventually, hey guys, dude, DC and Marvel are eventually gonna like just become the same thing. We're de Marvel. We're de Marvel. De Marvel. They also engulf the Sopranos universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Tony Soprano is gonna no, no, no. Like Meadow is now considered a Disney princess. This is the uh, this is the mini series where we will dissect and discuss the um, attempt by. Big movies, big movie, <laughs> big fuck mo- you, big movie, fuck you, big fucking movie. corporate. Big Cor- movie just makes movies in order to sell more movie, and I see right through it. 
They're so like they're so wrapped up with big popcorn and big soda. Oh my god, big hot dog. Where do you where do you think the reviews come from, bro? Like <laughs> from big critic. Like it's all one thing, man. It's a circle, man. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, like uh, like big movie studios mm-hmm. um attempting to adapt um anime into live action by using real human actors yes. and um a shit ton of cgi so much and um yeah i mean like i think that i it would just be kind of fun to it might bring some insight into the anime and it might bring some insight into the live action version if we kind of like just you know hold, hold them both to the the burner and really really grill them a little bit and kind of their likes or dislikes mm-hmm um, and everything in between. Absolutely. So, yeah. as you know, and as I know, um, anime adaptation is having kind of a big thing right now because yeah. one of the most beloved animes of all time, especially by Western audiences, Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. is just released, uh, has just released by Netflix a live action adaptation. And mm-hmm. the series that's important to us, Mobile Suit Gundam, a mm-hmm. live adaptation is in the works, also uh, being released by Netflix, not produced by, but, uh, you know, similar things happening where they've, they've decided to, and I think, you know, going back to Deadpool, this is very much by, like, it's like the Marvel school of thought, I think, by these studios. Oh, like, yeah, totally. Because, like, you know, comic book, they're trying to turn comic books into good movies for so long, and, you know, obviously mm-hmm. they with various success, but now those are movies, like... Right, right. Like, people don't even think of Marvel as comic books anymore. So, you know, I think that a lot of these studios are trying to find their little, like, diamond in the rough anime that they can add, like, make an adaptation about to, like, be the next Marvel or the next Star Wars or something. So, exactly. But, um, to this, to the, to this point in time, uh, has this ever been successful? Um, and I think that's what we're going to explore with this miniseries. Has, any attempt to take an anime and make it into live action ever worked or maybe we're looking at it like all wrong like i mean i i think that that is something that we do pretty good on our main podcast is like whenever we find frustration with something you got to like rephrase to see like okay what you know what is redeemable about this and like maybe the beauty of it isn't in its, you know, accuracy or it's like faith to the original content, but like it's, you know, doing something entirely different because it's, I don't know, just rearranging content in a very weird way. And by, yeah. I mean, but, like, I, I, yeah, I don't think that like we need to judge it by accuracy, but like, is it good? Like as a movie, yeah. like, or does yeah. it, like, does it su- succeed in being what it's trying to be? Cause like, Movies- are so, good or bad? <laughs> Some would say rotten or fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thumbs up yeah, or yeah, thumbs yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big critic wants you to say. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think that like each yeah each movie is trying to do something a little different. Some are trying to be really faithful, um, and some not so much. But today, mm-hmm. today's episode of our anime IRL miniseries is mm-hmm. on a very divisive movie and also a very beloved movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The beloved anime ghost in the shell. Um, and then Ooh. the very divisive and I would say uh, 
much maligned adaptation with Scarlett Edward Johansson. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't. Do you have? Do you remember the release date? I like should have pulled this up, but I think it was like twenty eighteen, maybe. I think um, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been before that. Like maybe twenty seventeen. Maybe twenty. Yeah. Wait. Ghost in that shell. Nineteen ninety five. I'm kidding. Um, twenty seventeen. You're right. Twenty seventeen. There we mm-hmm. go. So I thought we could start by talking about our experience uh, with the original anime because um, oh, we have both seen it independently, but we also watched it together. So uh, Simon, what was your first experience with Ghost in the Shell? And also, why do you think it's a good movie, or do you think it's a good movie? Oh, I think it's um an excellent movie. I would like to lead with that. I my first experience with it was I think it was my freshman year of college. Um I was uh you know lonely as shit, so I did a lot of just like watching movies that I pirated off of my laptop in my dorm room in which I shared with two other gentlemen who were also lonely as shit who were I think doing the same thing in their respected beds yeah you could um, have talked to each other but you you don't you... No, no, no 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 it was like also a competition of who could have like the biggest headphones and like look the <laughs> least approachable um and also just like smell the worst but I love college so much um but I yeah and I don't oh, think I um, really thought. B- before you continue, yeah, what's up? Uh, your name is Simon, and I'm Michael. I never got to say that. I'm Simon, and I'm with my best and only friend Michael, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about um, all sorts of zany things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I it, it honestly wasn't very memorable the first time. But I kind of like I I I think following that viewing just you know ghost in the shell like came up several times in conversation and i was able to like you know hold a conversation about it i was like oh like i've seen it like i thought it was really interesting i love the art style um and yeah i mean i also wasn't really that into anime in college i mean honestly prior to watching gundam i would say i wasn't really into anime and then um actually before we talk about the um fateful viewing of ghost in the shell um do you want to talk about your first experience yeah i think i watched i was aware of ghost in the shell from being like a tsunami kid and like seeing the image and the poster especially Mm -hmm. like at suncoast and blockbuster and stuff like that and being like okay that's the titty anime like that's the anime with like the hot titty girl um but if you look a little closer mm -hmm. It's not just it's not titties, Mm-mm. you know. It's a beautiful supercomputer exactly. underneath it. Yeah, which the- you know, for someone like me who went to STEM school, like it was the complete package for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I saw it for the first time a couple of years ago. Um, just watched it by myself. Um, and really enjoyed it. I was like really surprised. I think I I was going through a phase before the podcast where I was just trying to watch all of like the really popular like touchstone animes the non-ghibli ones especially like the ones that like um, anime movies though yeah exactly yeah like yeah. akira ghost in the shell um mm-hmm. you know uh your name you know like the really popular ones paprika stuff like mm-hmm. that that's like really transcended into the into the western audience um mm-hmm. and i was like like super into it like i mean i think most like i find that most of those popular anime movies are good what they're trying to do and there's a reason why they 
work so well for like American audiences or Western audiences. So mm-hmm. I was like super pleasantly surprised by the movie and how like big yet small it was and like really enjoyed the details. And, you know, it was also cool to see how much was stolen from it. Kind of. That's and, like, what I borrowed. was just going to say, because I mean, so the original one like came out in like 1995. So that was like post like Blade Runner and all of like kind of the OG cyberpunk movies. Mm-hmm. Like, but like Star Wars, all of the like new Star Wars is yeah. like, or, like their Coruscant. whole like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It was. And I'm like thinking the... even like um, the Matrix. Like I think the Matrix. Oh. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, the Matrix is basically like a oh, lot. Are you of... talking like thematically? What like was stolen from it? Thematically and also some like style, like stylistically, but really thematically, like. I felt the same way about um, Perfect Blue, which I also just watched for yeah. the first time. And I know you, I watched it based off your suggestion. Oh, I like love Perfect that. Blue and Ghost in the Shell, I feel like are very, very impactful on like the mindfuck movies that came out in like the 2000s, you know? Well, like, especially it was made in like 1995. Like I'm not really sure what the timeline of personal computers are, but I know in 1995, like we, we don't like, cause now the way I think we view the internet and computers is just like, everything is all connected and it totally. is completely out of anybody's control. And like, that is kind of like the crux of ghost in the shell of like, there is this unfathomable like web of, you know, connectivity that is able to be like manipulated in such a way that, you know, it, it can skew the, vision of all the people interacting Mm. with this like web of connectivity and i mean like honestly it's kind of wild to see how it's aged and like how little the internet has changed from like you know these japanese story writers initial you know like perception of uh like what the internet was like because i'm sure that's like what they were like thinking about when they were writing it they're just like okay internet's new but like, what is it? And they're like, oh, I bet it's this like big evil, you know, just like network of all sorts of information that is constantly flowing between everything. And that can be scary because what if that information is manipulated by somebody with ill intention and stuff like that? Totally. And sure enough, 2021, am I right? The metaverse. get one from, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> named don't even bring that up around Simon. Yeah, can we get through this whole podcast without saying Facebook or Meta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that like, yeah, like you're saying, it's insane how well it's aged, like AI stuff, especially. I feel like it's really going to be a big topic of discussion in the next 10 years. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I feel like this was the first of many dominoes to fall in like the discussion of like artificial intelligence as a life form um Mm -hmm. and like how we treat artificial intelligence as like you know human or not human and stuff so Mm -hmm. really like interesting how old this is compared to so many of the western movies that came out um like the matrix and like i don't know there's a bunch of them that i can't think of but you know there's a whole subset subgenre of uh, movies in the 2000s minority report minority report yeah exactly minority <laughs> report's a perfect example and they're like yeah. yeah so very inspired by this and blade runner um and that like style yeah Coruscant mm-hmm. is basically just uh 
this movie's version of real life. No, I was like <laughs> so stoked on like all the slums of like Coruscant the first time I saw it, but like yeah. more and more I saw other movies. And I'm like, oh, they could have done something a little bit more unique with it. Yeah, but it's like at least the car that Obi Wan was driving with Anakin was pretty cool. I like oh, the yellow one, with no, the convertible. Yeah, like the co- yeah oh, I, had the, I had the Lego set of that. That thing, I flew that around my room a lot. Yeah, I had, I had just like the, noises. I just had the Hasbro action figure of that. And uh, nice. I had the the other one that uh, Zam Wessel piloted as mm. well. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like the centipede. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hate the centipede. Hate the centipede. W- worst character in Star Wars. But um, then, me and Michael, we were kind of just reflecting on our relationship one night and how much we love watching movies together, and we decided to go and watch Ghost in the Shell together in a yeah. theater in an IMAX, mm-hmm. no less. And it was sick as shit. My main man, Michael, bought tickets using the Fandango out. Shout out Fandango. No, that's and... not true. <laughs> You're lying. No, why, why did you get... What application did you use that I used got the, you... I used the Regal app. I used the... Uh, okay. Because we... I, Fandango. No, no, no. I'm at the point now where I, next time I go, I get like a free popcorn and soda. Because I've like... what are you grinding on this Regal app? Dude, I... What like what do you need? Do you just need to watch movies, or yes. is there like other stuff you're doing for them? Oh, <laughs> yeah. you can sell your data to the Regal app in order to get like free popcorn and yeah. Shit. I've been going to like... movies, but I've also just been like mining Regal crypto. <laughs> it's like take a picture of five friends, send them to us, and you can get a free blue raspberry Slurpee. Um. No, but Michael, uh, the person that was, like, scanning the ticket was like, oh, you're using the Regal app. That means you get a free holographic poster. Mm-hmm. Rare. It's, like, uh, rare, ultra rare. Um, and uh, What's it worth now? Did you look? It's worth, I think, like, 5K at least at this point. <laughs> yeah, you, I think you have to get it graded. You have to send it in yeah. to get the condition I think graded. it's actually just made of Ethereum. <laughs> Um, and, uh, since I have a wife, I immediately just gave that poster to Simon because I have no <laughs> use for it. I will not be caught dead in my house <laughs> holding that. And I know Simon lives alone with a cat. So like, he's probably at much lower risk of getting fucking bullied. Uh, <laughs> um, Simon bought a very big popcorn. One of the largest popcorns I've ever seen. Ugh. Uh, and also a uh, Bud Light, I believe. A Tall Boy, yeah, <laughs> tall yeah. yeah. Boy I was Bud like, Light. the second I saw they sold Tall Boys, my mind was made up. But like sitting in line, I was like, as I got closer, I'm like, huh, I wonder how much these cost. And I was like, huh, twelve dollars, huh? Okay, <laughs> like, but it was and, pretty um, good. I drank a bottle of water because I was going to play soccer afterwards. Weak. Yeah. Um, and then we watched the movie together in IMAX, and I thought it was a lovely viewing experience. I really enjoyed watching the movie again. Um, but yeah. the highlight was definitely when, in the middle of the movie, for no explicable reason, you just dumped popcorn on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I had a lapse in my motor skills, and just I I was proud of how I held it together because I am the type of person is if, if I do an uh oh, I'm very exclamatory. <laughs> Um, but I held it together for all of our peers watching it, and there was popcorn all over the floor. And I just and we and after we got up and we fucking left. The credits started rolling, and we were the ghost, and that movie was the shell. No, then we would have remained in the movie. Yeah, so no, no, no. The um, outside was the shell. We were still the ghost. I think we were the shell. The movie's the your ghost. mom's the shell. Ooh. Okay. All right. 
So what stuck out to you the second viewing of Ghost in the Shell? And like, did it hold up? Do you do you think it's a good movie? Yeah, I um I think the second time I was, I mean, I had seen Perfect Blue and I've seen like, you know, obviously a shit ton of Gundam. So I kind of had more to compare it to because I think prior to, you know, like watching Gundam and stuff, every single anime was kind of just like really magical because I, you know, it, it was or not even magical it's just it felt like a very unique like not like i was watching a movie because it was mm-hmm. something that i didn't do very often it was like going to see a play or something like that it like felt like a different form of you know like entertainment um but the second time holy shit um the uh shout out to dolby the <laughs> i like the soundtrack of ghost in the shell i don't remember oh, it going I, thought, so I thought you were hard. talking about i thought you were talking about the house elf oh no but rest in peace. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Dumbledore kills Dolby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Now I'm sad. I'm like thinking about like that beach scene. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, Dumbledore kills Dolby in like a kink-related incident. Yeah. <laughs> it's accidental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up (laughs) um i'm trying to get beautiful anime imagery rolling through my head and now you've just got this like nsfw dolby dumbledore which is canonical Mm -hmm. no rest in peace dolby but the speaker company is still alive and strong (laughs) we love a corporation they can't be taken down so easily yeah um but the, yeah, I really, really like the soundtrack. I don't think I even paid attention to the soundtrack the first time because I think I was like watching it off of my like fucking laptop speakers or some shit. The soundtrack or, like, is so good, and the soundtrack yeah. in the live action movie is dog shit. Will they try to fucking like? It, they're like, it, I can tell they were like, it, like influenced by the original soundtrack, and it's just, just like pay it's the person doo-doo. enough, yeah, pay them enough know. to use the original soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like they just, like, opened up GarageBand, and they're like, okay, how do we replicate this using, like, seven different default instruments? Okay, go. Like, it... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the person that designed the soundtrack is very talented, but it is almost impossible. I feel like, at that point, like, Ghost in the Shell, when people talk about Ghost in the Shell, people probably talk about the soundtrack, because that soundtrack has influenced so many other Mm -hmm. soundtracks. Just, like, you know, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Just, like, vocal very kind of like no melody to it yeah. whatsoever dune like, or, the new soundtrack to dune the new movie like i feel like a lot oh, of that was it like that just a like, little bit yeah i mean it's definitely influenced by um like arabic or african like music as well but there's mm-hmm. definitely a bit of uh ghost in the shell in there for, like in my opinion yeah i was also th- like um you're like white lotus you know like the soundtrack to white oh, lotus yeah. was all, like like that whole like I, I can't help but thinking of like ghost in the shell every time because it's just like such a clever use of like vocals you know because mm-hmm. like you're not gonna have a soundtrack with people singing but it's like really eerie to have you know just like a single like woman just like you know harmonizing a really like you know high almost like battle cry note like over and over and over mm-hmm. again it um but yeah i think the second time viewing it uh the soundtrack really stuck out and i mean 
yeah that was what stuck out the most obviously i love the whole thing but yeah. how about you what stuck out the second time you watched it definitely like you said the soundtrack is incredible um there's like one yeah that main song with the vocalization i just think Ugh. is so good and i've listened to it so mm-hmm. many times just to like hear it again because i think it's such a good choice and it's so unique and there's nothing else like it like there's nothing else that's like oh like you can put these on a playlist together yeah it's i don't know and um yeah i think like the best part of ghost in the shell is the scope of the story like it's a pretty simple story set in a large world there's Mm -hmm. also like there like there's implications to the story but it's not like there's not a lot riding on it like yeah, at the, the end like of the we're day saving the world yeah, yeah. yeah at the end of the day you're just like kind of left with somebody who has found out a little bit more about themselves but not that much mm-hmm. and who has like changed profoundly and that's yeah. it where and yeah, like you're, i don't know you're I like feel watching like that's the so cool. first step of a like master plot to maybe take down the world but it's just like and I could see like this same story happening like at other places mm-hmm. in the Ghost in the Shell world with other characters uh, like that we like never even hear about and stuff. And I don't know. It's just the definitely the way they describe everything that's going on with like all of the mega corporations and everything. Like we like you can't possibly Mm-mm. you know make that palatable in an hour and a half or like two hours or however long the movie is. So like, like they it's just a decided, very short movie. It's like not that long. Yeah. But no, just like what you said, it was like just kind of slice of life almost. But like the slice of life was like very action packed because of the person's occupation. You just know? A, like a slice of a very disturbing life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. slice <laughs> of a twisted life. Um, and we're not going to but... get into like the story too much of the movie or the of no. the remake because like if That's you haven't seen idea. it, go watch it go watch because it. I like I don't think that I could really even walk you through the story. It's so. I don't know. I think it's on YouTube for free. Like, you just have to watch, like, the YouTube ads, but... Yeah, well, like, not that bad. Get ad blocker. <laughs> Axe. <laughs> we, do- we have no sponsorship, so I don't give We're a shit. We're the in the show. <laughs> we are sponsored by uTorrent. Um, <laughs> no, I've never done that in my whole life. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. So let's, but... let's talk about the live-action movie, because obviously, like the discourse around this movie is mostly that Scarlett Johansson is Scar playing, jo, yeah, yeah. like, I guess like what's supposed to be like an Asian woman, uh, kind of, they seem to have changed her like facial features somewhat. Uh, well, which... that's the tricky part about like live action anime, right? Yeah. Because like, I, it's like, it's designed in Japan. So like, I think that when the designers are making their characters, unless they like really try to like, you know, characterize someone, they're just drawing someone from their everyday life, which in turn, like, you know, is like a non-Western, it's like a Japanese person or something like that, but... It's, yeah, it's hard to say, like, I I don't know, I think each anime is kind of different, and, you know, like... That's true, because, like, Cowboy Bebop is, like, I don't know, lots of different types of characters. Well, especially, like, when space is involved in, like, I think, yeah, I think the discourse around that situation with scarlett johansson is is very interesting because it's like part of the story of most of these animes is like that the the like landscape of humanity has changed yeah um and i think that that's like kind of what makes people feel like they can kind of get away with that but it's like what is like what would amuro look like 
Like, we know what he looks like drawn. He looks yeah. like kind of like a white kid, to be honest. But, That's like, he's a, he's a kid from space. He's a space noid. It's like, what does a space noid look like? Probably a yeah. mixed kid. Probably a kid of mixed heritage that, like, you know, has a lot of different, uh, you know, like, facial features and body features that, like, we're not really, you know, used to you know, really, uh, like, you know, putting in a certain category. I mean, especially with, like, Gundam, his whole thing is, like, the old world has dissolved and, like, like all the borders are different now and, like, everything. Like, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, like, you can't even... I don't know, but, like, yeah. I... I mean, I understand why they chose Scar... I feel like this was when, like, Scarlett Johansson was also at, like, the peak of, like, teenage boys thinking that she was super hot. Yeah. But this was, like very very tactical totally yeah i think that like it's definitely the part of the issue with this is that it um and i don't want to spend too much time talking about this because i think a lot of people probably have a lot better things to say but it's the fact that like it's just it's continuous an issue where white people are just given the roles of every character so firstly like we're you're you're already dealing with a situation like that where it's like you know 10 to 1 like the mm-hmm. white person's gonna get the role over any person of color. And secondly, exactly. they like seem to go out of their way to make Scarlett Johansson look somewhat Asian. Like Yeah. Like with all tried... of um the like the eye makeup and everything. Like they definitely yeah. try to like stylize her to be like, you know, cute, like cutesy, like anime aesthetic, which was Yeah. I don't know. Like it's which pretty doesn't bad. And it's frustrating because the like main character, what's her name again? I don't know. They don't talk about major. I, I major yeah, is that is that the only thing they refer to her as? She has a name like um, I don't want to mispronounce it because I I like feel like I've watched a yeah. lot of anime recently. I'll and just I'm definitely major. gonna say the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, but like major was like a very just like gritty, you know, like normal. Like her whole thing was like she was just like a very normal looking mm-hmm. person. I don't know. Like she just like led a very normal life. But they definitely made like Scarlett Johansson just like almost like a like dressed her up like a doll almost, which like I mean, like she is a robot, but like I don't know, it was weird. I like part of me understood the choice of Scarlett Johansson in the way that like Scarlett Johansson to me doesn't seem like somebody who has a personality, Um, (laughs) and like that's like why I think Scarlett Johansson's voice is so good as like the computer and her is because like to Mm -hmm. me Scarlett Johansson (laughs) like is a robot. Like, I, I don't feel like Scott Johansson's ever, like, shown a lot of humanity in a, in a role, in my opinion. Yeah. At least not that I can remember. So, like... Wasn't she in Scenes from a Marriage with Adam Driver? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I've never seen that one. <laughs> anyway, I've just seen some memes from it, and I think ScarJo's in it, but continue. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I don't... Like, to me, Scarlett Johansson being such a movie star, like, that that also doesn't do a lot of human roles or like very like personal roles. Like I just mm-hmm. feel like almost a good choice if it's not for like the fucked up, you know, reality of, of the scope of how you cast a character like that. Um, yeah. But when it comes down to it, uh, in my opinion, very bad in this movie. Um, and I'm not going to blame Scarlett Johansson necessarily, but the, probably the direction of which they like asked her to portray the character. I feel like, was very stilted and not cool. Like major to me didn't seem cool in the movie. I don't know about you. No, she seemed like they really leaned in the whole, like robots experience, like don't really experience emotion, like facet of it. Yeah. And I don't know. 
They also, like, I, I think, like, contrasting that, like, her very, like, docile attitude with, like, the amount of stunts and, like, CGI situations she was put into mm-hmm. was, like, kind of whiplashy to me because, I don't know, like, she's doing, like, all of these, what, it, it almost seemed like she was, like, an athlete and she was, like, competing in a game or something like that, but I don't know. I don't think the, the casting didn't really bug me that much i like just because it was like so abstracted that i was like anyone could have been this role but i did think that i mean like major doesn't well that's not even true major actually shows like a lot of emotion just in like Mm -hmm. a very specific way because like i don't know she's like reminiscing on like the fact that like all of her memories are fabricated at one point in the movie and it's like very emotional but scarlett johansson just kind of almost feels just like faded the whole time and it's like just has this like glazed look over her face like yeah you know i i can't even like the only thing i'm thinking about is like my mission or whatever which Mm -hmm. i mean is like i i could see that i could see the director like telling her to behave like that because i mean like if if you have a that that could i mean that's a kind of a basic understanding of major but like not necessarily untrue you know yeah yeah but it's just a very like interesting depiction of the story in general but um i want to talk a little bit about just watching the movie so i watched it like maybe two weeks ago i think and um i just like watched it on tv i think it was on amazon or some like streaming service hulu or something so i just turned it on and was like all right i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna take some notes on my phone yeah and i i truly couldn't hack it for for like 20 minutes i turned it off after 20 minutes just because i was so bored and it was like pretty late wait you only watched the first 20 minutes (laughs) no no no, hold on hold on i came back i came back the next day when i was more lucid and awake like because it wasn't as late and i finished it and um folded the laundry and like watched the rest of the movie but just still couldn't take notes couldn't bring myself to be engaged in it enough to like really like take notes but in general yeah. like what was your viewing like and how did you feel like watching it like were you bored because i was like truly i, I, I didn't yeah, find I was, it visually appealing at all no i too i was i think that i kind of had to twist my like what i found entertaining about it like because I wasn't entertained by the, you know, visuals or, like, the s- story they were telling. Because, like, I, it wasn't necessarily, like, an identical story, like, but, you know, or it kind of was. But my whole uh, kind of viewing experience revolved around finding similarities between, or, like, you, like actual, like, concrete scene similarities between Same. the old movie and the new movie. um Which... You know, I simply stopped paying attention to any sort of plot and was just, like, trying to pick out all of the, you know, like, nods to the old movie. And I thought that that was kind of fun. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, like, I, but, I mean, that ended up. I, I was just, like, just I wanted thinking to see about the, the tank. old movie the whole time. I just yeah, was like, I, was I wanted like, to see the, the tank. When's dude, the tank? I wanted, that scene fucking sucked shit. I'm yeah, sorry. I, like, so I really, it, it, I don't know. I, I also just think that, like, the beauty of anime is you can do um whatever the fuck you want like you mm-hmm. can like you're drawing stuff you're not limited by you know euclidean coordinate space like you can do whatever <laughs> you need to but all of the cg in this movie i like forgot how distracting like 
Oh, it's so goopy. The current state of CG is. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, honestly, computer graphics has probably come so far since that movie. I, I feel like computer graphics is one of those things that, like, every year it gets exponentially more totally. advanced. But in, like, the 2018 core, it felt like I was watching, like, Transformers. Like, it yeah. was, like, that type of, like... I don't know. They they had to like CG Scarlett Johansson's body at one point, like make her run, and it's just like it's like at a different frame rate than the rest of the movie, and it's just like, but like I can't fault them for that because like how are you going to replicate that with practical effects, right? Yeah. Like you need like a re- super super skilled team of people as well as you know like copious amounts of like stunt people and just so, like a lot of money and time. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, computer graphics is great. Like, you have one computer, like, one super powerful computer, and you have, like, you know, a team of people that is, like, working on a project file. Like, you can, you know, pump that stuff out a lot quicker. So I'm not saying that they should have done something differently, but, I mean, I think this kind of gets back to, like, the root discussion of, like, why did they make it? Yeah, but, but, like, I think Blade Runner, which came out fucking forever ago, does a better representation when it came out of, like, what... Like, why? I don't know. Like, the fucking... The cityscape just looked god-awful. It looked, like, so not lived in. It, like, didn't look real. There's this, like, weird idea that in sci-fi... Like, there's a resurgence of, like, practical effects right now happening Mm -hmm. in sci-fi. Because I think, like, after people realize how powerful computers are, they're just like, this is the future. Like, I'm sorry. Like, making models of stuff, like, just, like, isn't as cool... Because I can, like, make this model do whatever I want. But I, I don't know. When, like, people think of, like, the best, you know, like, visuals in sci-fi movies, I think of, like, the old Star Wars of, like, the big Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just, like, a model. Like, that yeah. was just, like, a very, like, you know, large Gundam think, that they yeah, were just I filming think, and shit. I think it's coming around. Like, I noticed in the new James Bond, there's definitely a lot of more model work than there had been previously. Because I think people are realizing, like, I don't know, like, you can't, the eye is so hard to trick. And, like, yeah. Yeah, computer graphics, like, most of it, it just, like, the best description I can think of is it's goopy. Like, yeah. it looks like just gray goop. And, and like, like, watching a movie, there's already a suspension of disbelief. Like, I understand yeah. that the video in front of me isn't, like, a live recording of something that happened in real life. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I've signed up for that and I'm okay with that. But, Just make I don't it look know. cool. <laughs> yeah and like yeah because like 3d models look cool as shit because like even if you're watching and you're like oh that's a 3d model whoa that's a 3d model and you're like wow yeah. like what i don't know or just it, make but... it fucking anime <laughs> yeah no eric what's he doing I don't know. I was talking with him about Ghost in the Shell last night. He was getting really heated, and I yeah, think yeah. you can tell I'm talking about it again. <laughs> um, but no, goopy. Goopy is actually a really, really good word for it. It yeah. looks like it. Oh, what is that? I think it was like Spy Kids or some shit. I don't know, but Spy Kids is a very goopy movie. Um, yeah, the, uh, that director. Um, I can't think of the name of it. Oh, uh, dude, I fucking love him. Like, Dimension Films or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, like, all those movies are so stylized in the way that makes me, like, it, it like... It it's makes just me like, sick. Yeah, it's Nickelodeon fucking Slime Time <laughs> Live basically, like, made into a movie. Yeah. It's so but, upsetting. It's like a fucking McDonald's ad. Yeah. Also, okay, one thing I'll say, like, while we're talking about the tank scene, I mean, like, we're just, like, jumping around everywhere. Yeah. I, like... 
no, unhinged, really... no, no, uh, no uh, tracks on this. Wait, but like, okay, in the movie, the so the villain sucked, right? Like, we hated the villain in the live action movie because yeah. it was first of all a dude, which is like I don't Sucks. think was a a great choice. Like, I mean, change what you want, but like, I it was kind of. I don't know. It was kind of powerful that the villain was like another just like normal looking girl like the protagonist was. Like I thought that there was like something there because like the rest of the cast was men, you know, yeah. or <laughs> the cast of the anime. Well, like in the in the anime it's like the villain isn't necessarily a villain. It's like it's an AI and like yeah. it's just like a sentient AI who they're trying to like weed out, I guess. Yeah. And then like you can tell like it's so clear that they like whoever wanted to make this movie like send it to the studio or the producers whoever is going to back the movie with financially they're like we want to remake this movie and yeah. then the people who watched it at the studio were like oh we really like it like yeah. firstly first note you got to put scarjo in like she's so yeah, hot yeah, yeah. teenage yeah, boys are gonna so love hot. it yeah, yeah um and then they're like secondly like we need a villain because there's not a villain in ghost in the shell it's like exactly. too ambiguous you're so we right need a bad guy that's and just like they just they're like oh we need more telling. action yeah, yeah. yeah like, exactly and it's like, just like so lame they didn't need to put a face with the name and it makes it almost like that's like why ghost in the shell is scary like they don't know what they're fighting and the mm-hmm. thing that they're fighting is possessing all sorts of different things not just humans like it's like Remember the fucking scene in like the anime where like the the they they made the computer like hurt the scientists by like shocking them mm-hmm like that's horrifying but like in this it's just like you can like kind of pin it down to like okay there is one man that we need to kill and once we kill this man the problems will be remedied well and then it's like that man's not actually the villain there's another man who's like the head of a company and he's actually the bad guy or something it's just like bullshit that like is not needed for the story to like be compelling in my like in my opinion yeah um I will say the one thing that I, I did like about the movie is that like secondary character, the big burly guy. I do yeah. feel like they fucking nailed his character in the live action movie. Like that actor I, did a really good portrayal of that guy. I agree. Um, also, yeah, his, I don't know. Cause watching it, um, like watching the anime, you kind of like see his, like, you know, his prosthetic eyes, and, Mm -hmm. I mean, with anime, people have all, like, character design is such a cool part of anime, and they throw all sorts of, like, crazy shit on people, like, but, like, IRL, it was, like, really, really frightening, especially because of, like, the, or, not frightening, it was, like, very visually compelling to see, like, a flesh face with, like, robot eyes in it, like, I don't know. Yeah, that I don't want to say it's yeah, no no no. Saying it's scary is bad because it's not scary, but it was like I don't know, you like it was very I mean like and that's what it was in the anime. Like, you know, it was just like a flesh human with like robot eyes in it, but it looked very very interesting IRL. And that was cool. And like, oh, yeah, yeah all the prosthetic stuff I thought was also pretty cool too mm-hmm. because like, I don't know. I mean, that's like kind of the whole point of it. They definitely leaned into that more. I don't remember that as much in um, the anime that they were, like, saying everybody was getting all their bodies swapped out for everything. I mean, like, obviously they said it because, like, that was yeah kind of the, like, that's the corporate or the, um I don't know, like, whoever manufactures, like, their robot arms or whatever. Yeah. But, 
No, it's like a it's like a part of it, but it's not like the main thrust of like the conversation in the movie because like yeah, the movie's pretty like there's not a ton of conversation happening. Like there's not a no. lot of like there's a ton of world building, but there's not a lot of like like straight storytelling i guess like the storytelling is like very visual and very like abstract i guess whereas like it's so clear like this movie they're like we need an a b c plot like Mm -hmm. you know very simple uh straightforward with like three bits of action and then one big action sequence at the end exactly and um and like that's another thing that's like pretty disappointing about the movie is i was hoping to be like at least somewhat excited by like cool action set pieces but the action was so boring yeah it was pretty blase in my opinion yeah i mean i i'm struggling to remember anything other than tank scene to be honest like everything in between like i knew that there was probably people running around and shooting guns and like platforms exploding underneath people's feet but like i don't really remember any of it wasn't very compelling i mean like especially considering like john wick came out around the same time like john wick has some really good gun action sequences yeah um and i'm not like the biggest action head but uh this movie's action was just very very boring like almost felt like there were no stakes to, to what was happening i think one really good part about this movie is like it didn't ruin the anime for me whatsoever mm-hmm. i think sometimes remakes you like can't separate it in your head but this was so like drastically different that it just it, it seems like it's like two different movies that you know i don't know it doesn't even seem like it has the same characters but yeah that's so, interesting that you say that, that going like for it. i don't know I would, like around the discourses of cowboy bebop I, I saw a lot of people saying like this is gonna ruin cowboy bebop for me and i just i don't like necessarily have that like experience with stuff where a new version of something like will affect my feelings about stuff i, hmm. I don't know i'm trying I guess, to think like, of an example from my life where yeah that i guess the, the one thing I, I will say that about would be like a continuation of the story like the last star wars movie was so bad that it made me hate the ones before it which i was like mm-hmm. pretty just like i didn't really care for like beforehand yeah. and then like after that most recent star wars i was just like oh no these are bad yeah i mean i think it also depends if you choose to like group those movies together like i don't like i almost don't put like these two movies in the same category so like no. it's hard to even like remember like when i like think back on ghost in the shell i'm i like don't even think of this live action i like I, it really did not have a big impact on me no. i was like watching it and i was really worried because i'm like i'm not gonna have shit to talk about michael with because like i mean we can talk about scar joe and we can make like a couple like comments about i don't know like the cgi or some shit but like past mm-hmm. that like the city wasn't compelling at all mm-hmm. the only supporting character i remember is like the big man <laughs> big um man. <laughs> big man he's very cool i don't know his name either wasn't there like a third member of mm-hmm. their like squad in the regular in in like the old ghost in the shell because i remember yeah he no, was in there there's a well. new recruit with the fucking the revolver yeah, yeah right he he's like the guy who refuses to get any implants like he's like 100 human yeah yeah, yeah. he's boneless major wanted him to be in the the crew because she wanted to have like a, a straight up human 
Wait, was he in the new Ghost in the Shell? I don't remember his character. <laughs> he was, like, in there, but, like, very vaguely, like... He was, like, kind of a major character in the old one, because, yeah. like, he, like, his whole thing was... At, well, he just had, like... He was cool, because he had, like, a very different way of, like, doing everything, and, like, I mean, that was kind of the beauty of the trio of them. It was just, like, you know, three combating um, personalities, but it it... That was the other thing. Like, it just felt like Major in the new Ghost in the Shell just, like, drove every single decision like she totally. was like a superhero or something yeah. and the old one like she was getting like shit on a lot by like the force or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know there's not much else to really say about this movie to be honest because it yeah, is the like old the one rules though is the main thing um so uh one of the things i will say the last point i wanted to make is that uh i was surprised at the restraint that they showed to like sexualize major in the movie I was like, excited about that too, because in like, the old one they didn't sexualize her that much at all. Like, no. despite the fact that like she isn't it's... wearing clothes and her, you know, body is like a corporeal human, like yeah. feminine figure. No, but... I think it's more used as like stylized and shock value almost, like mm-hmm. to show you how like um, how not sexual she is. Like, I think that's kind of the point. Is like yeah. she should be sexual, but she's not because she's like not human. And mm-hmm. then like that was like one thing that I feel like they did really well in this one yeah. is because like they didn't make Scarlett Johansson sexual and like c- considering that all the posters show like you know her pretty her like her body pretty yeah much, and like, that displayed. like the one scene of her like you know like jumping out of the building yeah. and like you know just like sprawling out into like this very like beautiful pose, but no, that's not what it's about, man. No, it's about computer brains. Yeah, uh, anyway, that's let's sexy. Let's um, let's rank the uh, <laughs> let's rank these. Let's rank these two. <laughs> my, they, they both made my top two adaptations of Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's do um, out of ten tank battles. Uh, what will oh. you give each of them? Okay, I would give old Ghost in the Shell. Honestly, ten out of ten tank battles. I have very few complaints. Agreed. I like find it hard yeah, to find st- criticism. Yeah, it's not my favorite movie ever, but like if I, I like it is what I want it to be. In my opinion, it's perfect. It's short. It's so good. It will all like it will always be a place for it for me to like rewatch. Yeah, exactly. It's I don't know, and also it just seemed like anime. I have it's just so much work goes into making it and like they just did such a good job like the whole team just was like fuck it we're gonna make ghost in the shell and the animators were like fuck it beautiful cityscapes and like the like musician was just like fuck it kick-ass soundtrack yeah and like it's so cool new ghost in the shell five out of ten tank battles i don't know maybe even less yeah i was gonna i was gonna say like two because like it's not even bad enough to be entertained. Like I was hoping yeah. it was gonna oh, be funny. Yeah. I was like, and that's why I stopped taking notes because I was like, there's not even anything funny to talk it's about. Not like a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like I, w- I wanted it to be so bad it was funny. But no, it, it was nothing just like was funny. boring. It was, it was like so boring. Listening to like the news. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I feel like we could end this episode by just briefly discussing because I don't know we haven't really planned out this little mini series, but no. I don't know if you'll be on all of the episodes or in, uh, even in any of the ones yeah. moving forward because I'm not going to ask you to watch all of because like you'd have to watch anime and a, a live action movie. But I'm wondering I don't if mind. if you I'm have a lot going on in my life right now. <laughs> 
I'm wondering if there's like, do you think that adapting anime to live action is a good idea? Is it possible that we could have a good version of it? And do you think like, is there an anime that you know of that you think could be adapted to live action? Um, from a financial point standpoint, it's a genius idea. Whoever like was the marketing person that was like, let's make these beloved movies live action and then like, you know, sell a bunch of merch and movie tickets for them. That is genius. That is really, really smart. From like an artistic standpoint, um, I don't think so because well, I, I think it depends on the anime. That's a dumb answer. I I think in general, no, it's not a good idea just because um. There's a reason why anime is made because like, you know, live action movies were made at the same time that Gundam was coming out. You know, mm-hmm. like it's there, it's a choice to be like, I would rather draw this movie than film it with actors. So I don't know. That That's just like I, I feel like that's a pretty basic like artistic rule of like if the if the tradition or if an artist chooses like a medium to do something it's intentional you know they're not like oh i have this really good idea but i'm i could make a painting or i could make a sculpture i could do anything it's like after a certain point of ideation you're like okay i have like a plan and i'm gonna execute but um i know that they have made them in the past but i would like to see the lupins because like lupin is um and there's like the french one and then there's Mm -hmm. also like um I think like more traditional adaptations of it. Um, no, the but... the the Frank show Lupin. It's not like I think this is the way that these adaptations should go. Is it's because it's like Lupin the the character. It's not. I don't know. It's like Sherlock, I guess. Like Lupin's kind of like Frank Sherlock. Yeah. And the, well, and the cartoon's based off of the books, I think, and so is this. So it's like not like straight up adaptation. But the style and the feel of it is like so good. Of Lupin, of the live yeah. action Lupin, the live yeah. action Lupin, I really enjoyed. At least the first season, I didn't watch the second season or like the second mm-hmm. half of the first season or whatever. But but I can't think of an anime I want to make in a live action. I like don't. I haven't watched that many animes, and like, I mean, like all of my favorite animes are like ghibli and if they ever make those live action i'm gonna throw my computer into the willamette river i'm pretty sure those are those not owned by disney uh it's on hbo so oh, I, no. Okay, no, no ghibli no, is not. really really protective over their yeah. movies like it's like That's like good. especially protective yeah and like hayo is not gonna let anyone like i don't know i'm sure people have approached them countless times asking to make live action movies and they'd probably it down pretty quick but yeah anyways i don't know yeah i i really don't see a point of it there's enough also live action movies that have real actors that are really good that i would rather see i think yeah i'm on board with the inverse i think that more live action stuff should be adapted in the anime style we've started to see this yeah because like the first thing that i can think of with that is actually the animatrix which is a really good uh anime mini series it's like a dvd that came out in uh the 2000s and it was just like a bunch of mini like animes about Mm -hmm. the matrix universe and they were Mm -hmm. so good um and so stylized and just like so interesting a way of telling stories within um the like the matrix universe recently i'm pretty sure star wars just did the same thing star wars visions 
just came out on Wait, Disney have you Plus. seen the old Star Wars The Clone Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star- yeah, like, that's another great idea. Yeah. Like the- not the not the like Yeah, like the Samurai Jack style. Uh, that was sick as shit. Like yeah. and that did so much cuz like there's just like huge like enormous battles and stuff that like you you just like copy paste copy paste copy paste copy paste like you can do that if yeah. you're like making a the digital the Mace Windu battle in like episode Ugh. 2 or whatever is so good. I might rewatch those. <laughs> um yeah, so I don't know, like I think that that's a better way to go with it. I would like I think that they just did a Blade Runner um anime that just came out recently too. Was that an anime or what? well on it was on Adult Swim, right? called blade runner black lotus and i'm pretty sure it looked like an anime to me that's cool yeah but i don't know i feel like that's what they should do with stuff like i i hate this like live action like live action vacation of stuff like they've been doing that with video games too and it mm-hmm. just doesn't work like the animated medium does not translate to live action almost but ever. you have to understand like there's like the people making those decisions aren't us who like who like you know we have our own jobs but we like like these as a hobby it's these like fucking just like you know gajillionaires that are like looking how to make more money like that's it simply is just like unfair because like yeah i don't know it just seems like the public doesn't get to make any sort of decision going into that which i mean like that's just how most industries are you know but this is frustrating because yeah it's so clearly not for the fans of it it's just like to try and make it the biggest thing ever and they're just willing to take flyers on these dumb fucking ideas Mm -hmm. of making like i mean i'm gonna like leave my idea of what the cowboy bebop anime looks like i mean mean, the live action show it looks like dog shit as well like it just looks bad in my opinion and i'm just like you cannot like i just i was just re-watching the anime i'm like i don't understand how you would even go about trying to like make that live action it's like trying to fucking make a video game out of like starry night like how why like it's not going to be interesting i would like i i i mean i think it's hard for me to like just to even play devil's advocate here because everyone i've talked to about this ever has had the exact same opinion so i've like never got into an argument about any of it you know but i would like to hear like the argument for why this is good like from a producer like someone who's like invested time and money into it but i don't know they probably like are too embarrassed to talk about it well yeah i mean like right now they're trying to make that or they are making the live action gundam movie and like i like the director who's making it because he's also been trying to make the live action um metal gear solid movie and for years i've been saying like why are we making a live action metal gear solid like i would much rather watch an anime anime metal, metal gear, solid. gear solid like Ugh. just like the cutscenes in metal gear solid are so good just make a fucking anime because like it works <laughs> in that medium we already know it does just like do yeah. that um i don't know i, don't I know. mean it also I think that, is like, important for like people to experiment with different art styles and stuff totally. or else we're just gonna get stagnant but like yeah i think that he loves these things at least which makes me feel better like i know yeah. that like the studio's typically like don't give a shit you know they just yeah. don't make money but i know that jordan Foyt roberts like at least loves gundam and loves Good. like he tweets about like deep cut double zeta stuff like in the like, okay. come on so it's like okay that's like some legit fan stuff like that's mm-hmm. not like you know he's at least had to watch the su- subtitled version of double zeta <laughs> yeah but I don't know. And uh, to answer my question about what anime they should make live action, it's Sailor yes. Moon. Sailor Moon should be live action. Sailor Moon. Nah, oh, man. Sailor Moon has such a special place in my heart. I just like. 
there's this one kid who is like really really good at sports that i knew in california like when i was in fourth grade and i went over to his house one time and he made me watch sailor moon with him and we just That's watched so like cool. a it was on like YouTube for free, which is like I like that was the first like for like on YouTube for free experience I ever had. But Sailor Moon would be cool to make in a live action. If Sailor Moon got made into live action, I would want it to like have the tone of like Gossip Girl or like yeah. like like a a very bit or like um what's like a better version of Gossip Girl, dude? I I started watching Gossip Girl last night. That's so funny. That should be made into an anime. Um, but. Like actually, that's a good question to end with. What's something that should be made into an anime? You can't say Gossip Girl. Can't say Gossip Girl. <laughs> Sopranos <laughs> anime. I'm trying to think of like um, <laughs> Mad Men. Mad Men anime. Mad Men anime. I don't know. I like too many different things. I think Indiana Jones anime might be cool. That would be fun. But- yeah, I'm just like thinking of like it, like movies that I like that are like very adventure based because those well, yeah, are always that, my favorite animes. Yeah, that'd be very Lupin, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm imagining all these like chase scenes and shit that you like just can't do in real life. But oh, what's the fucking video game series that's like Indiana Jones Uncharted? Oh, they're coming out with a live action Uncharted. I know. Did you see the trailer? Fucking Tommy it also looks like dog shit. <laughs> yeah, Uncharted. Actually, Uncharted. I probably. I love Uncharted. They're like those are good. The people who made Uncharted did a really good job. Every yeah. single person on that team did such a good job, and it shows. Like Naughty Dog, treat your employees better because they're doing a really good job. Ugh. I haven't played those, but they look fun. Dude, it's just like, yeah. I mean, like I'll I'll talk about that with you later. Talk about fucking cutscenes. It's like, I don't know. It's. It's cool to see people who are good at what they do do their thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, so I think that could be it for this episode. I don't really have anything else to say about Ghost in the Shell. No. What about you? I, um, I want to go listen to the song after this. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll insert the song here at the end as well, so oh, you all can hear good. it. Oh, good. Really so, good outro music. So, like, really good outro you music. as the listener, can you can imagine us both, after we end our recording, we're going to turn off our Discord. We're not going to yeah, say anything to each other. We're going to get alien high. Yeah. Alien high. So high. I'm eating three edibles. I'm um, just smoking tar. <laughs> and then we're going to put on this beautiful, beautiful song. soundscape. God. Yeah, so uh, imagine that has all happened, and then um, as we fade out right now, you're going to be introduced to the beautiful soundtrack of Ghost in the Shell. You are getting very sleepy. You are sending us your bank information. Crinkle. 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 Cool. Alright, thank you all so much for listening um, and we'll see you next time. Yep, thanks. Bye. Bye.